0: Hello and welcome to episode seven of This AFL Life. I am Alison Smirnoff and I'm once again joined by Astor Connor and Darcy Vesio.
1: In the house! Hello, Alison. Darcy, what was that? <laughs>
2: I panicked. <laughs>
1: How long have so you been
2: working
3: that up for?
0: <laughs> oh, about half a second. All training session, I reckon. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: I'm sorry. Um, so, seven episodes. who to have thunk it? Wowee. Seven. Just like the seven C's. Mm. Seven rhymes with heaven. No, but I was just, I just <laughs> wanted to check in because mm. like, I'm just hoping there isn't like a seventh episode itch. You know, I just want to make sure we're all cool with each other. You know, no grievances. Well,
1: yeah, or, neither of us hand in our resignation yet. Well, that's good. Mm, mine um, hasn't made it. How many weeks notice do we have to give? A <laughs> uh, couple? <laughs> Two. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Two. Two. Okay. Four yeah, no, no, I'm I'm happy. Um, is this a performance review? Or? No, 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 oh, okay. no. I'm yeah. just, you know, mm. this is
0: like, you know, relationship status, you know. Maybe we, we, know we still throw cool. it out to
1: the listeners. What? How do they think we're all getting along? Mm. I, um, Any tension? Yeah, I mean, it's Scandals. late June in Melbourne. It's cold. Yeah. We all sort of go through a bit of that. like mm. Just get yeah. me in front of the heater. Yeah. Mm.
0: Well, actually, someone told me the other day that apparently, you know, it's a thing. Like, lots of couples break up in winter. But um, luckily, we're no, a trio. No, so don't. Yeah.
1: No, you just hold out. You, you just hold out. out through the winter for warmth. Yep. These, mm. Yeah. So You've got to think practically. Focus on the cuddles. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then you get to spring and it's like, spring carnival. <laughs> like, get my dress on. Not really. <laughs> Can't wait. I'm going to go to yeah. Asta's house on the first,
2: first day of spring and just... Yeah. Try on our heels,
1: like <laughs> try on going to wear. Gail's yeah. going out of the town. Yep. Good. Stop it. Lemmings okay. You, um, you stop. <laughs> so I think we're getting along fine. Look at us go. Yeah. 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 No I'm glad Alisa Day is not coming yeah. back though. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Mental oh, note. Keep her out.
0: So, um, you know, the, the old saying is that a week is a long time in footy. Well, fortnight is an eternity in footy. Mm-hmm. But um, do we have do we have any highlights from the last couple of weeks? Oh,
2: that's Zainas!
1: How does the song go?
2: Uh, oh, well, it's a very easy song to remember because it only has one line. <laughs> it has <laughs> two lines. It's only sung
1: once every four weeks.
2: Oh, wait. So. <laughs> no. That, is that weird? Like, I was thinking about the St Kilda song mm. and it there's only two lines. Oh, when the saints go marching in and oh, how I want to be in St Kilda. Mm. That's pretty much it, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yep. Like. So. Mm. I still reckon it's better than Freo's song. Yeah, way yeah. to go.
2: But yeah, fantastic win. Um, I didn't realise Geelong were on top, probably because they're not mm. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: with good <laughs> reason. For a young list, a developing list, and mm. what they're doing at St Kilda, I mm. mean, the likes of Seb Ross, he sort of went out there, threw himself up against the best and, you know, he came out on par, if not maybe, you know, a little bit above Dangerfield. Like went that,
0: toe-to-toe. That kid that kicked the winner just completely...
1: Side-step. Gresham,
0: Gresham, yeah, Gresham, maybe, yeah, mm. just, that. just completely side stepped. I taught him that footwork, yeah, yeah, I mean, mm. yeah not really. I actually.
2: feel like I know him, like from somewhere, mm. not maybe. the footy,
0: the
1: trend?:
2: I don't know. I'm gonna follow it you up. Followed follow oh. up. So he was a rising
1: star nominee as well. Mm. Oh, Which oh, just, that's where no, I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not it. Highlight for me. How about those mighty pies? whack cop that Frio. come over here you play at the mcg you wear your white strip boom i think it was about four degrees wasn't it yeah
0: it was <laughs> pretty cold <laughs> they were not in their natural habitat the dockers no no, no.
1: no. but good on the pies <coughs> um nathan buckley i mean they had a pretty tumultuous couple of weeks as a mm, club mm. um but they were able to go out there get the job done good to see trav cloak back in the side
0: Now he he has to stay in doesn't he
1: Oh, I can't imagine how hard that would be as a player, just mm. going up and down, and you know you obviously you don't know the plans. And I like I look at Trav and he does work pretty hard mm. as a footballer. But um, sorry, a bit off topic. But yeah, that was definitely a highlight for mine because that could have been a bit of a danger game for the Pies.
0: Yep. Mm. Well, um, my highlight was um, uh, Darabin had a had a triple header on Sunday. The club got three wins in in three games. Mm. That wasn't my highlight. My highlight was... um, The cupcakes? The cupcakes. (laughs) Oh, my God. I forgot about the cupcakes. Shout
2: out to Erica for making
1: (laughs) some delicious cupcakes. But Um, you didn't eat any, Darcy, because you're an elite athlete. Yes. That's
0: right. It just looked. looked. And they looked superb. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, but my highlight was um, was there were two girls there from uh, Fitzroy Junior Football Club, Mm -hmm. and they made a sign... That said, Go Katie, we love you uh for Katie Brennan. It's pretty and cute. It was very, it was very cute. Mm. And they they <laughs> the first quarter, yeah, they went and they were standing behind the goals <laughs> and they were like holding it up as she lined up for goal, It was just the cutest thing I've ever seen. <laughs>
2: yeah, and she'd yeah. smack one down. <laughs> with the, <you> know, <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> Gig to go. Oh.
0: But um but that kind of stuff is I find really heartwarming.
1: Yeah. It's and it's awesome. only just the beginning, isn't it? Yeah, like, that's gonna be um and it's so nice that they have role models to look up to and aspire yeah. to. But yeah. I will just – this is probably my time to claim Katie Brennan. Um, oh, here we go. I here remember go. being um, mm-hmm. over the kitchen table in Brisbane. Katie, I think, was about 14. And I knew at that point that she was going to be a superstar. And there was this picture in a local paper um, down in Brizzy. Oh, up in Brizzy, actually. Yeah. Not good geographically. Bris Vegas. Bris, Bris Vegas. And I said, Caddy B, you need to sign this. And she did. And I put mm. it on my fridge and I've still got it. Wow. So, yep. Yeah. Keep your mitts off, little Fitzroy Juniors. I, she's mine. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm well, joking. Oh, Asa, you're going to have
2: to get the uh, the paper out and the scissors and make your own sign. Oh, I'll yes. make a sign.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: what will your sign say?
1: Um, I think we got it a sign it and it, like, you know, we were kinda of taking the piss, but we knew how talented Katie was. No no Brennan no, but if you
0: if you made a banner, what would your banner well, say?
1: At this stage it said Katie Brennan, the whiz kid. So, um <laughs> maybe to be like whiz em up KB or The Whiz woman. The whizzer. whiz fizz. Yeah. Whiz fizz KB. I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> but
3: oh.
0: Deary me.
1: Arts and crafts isn't my thing, so she'd be disappointed. (laughs) Yeah. We'll best leave it to the Fitzroy Juniors. But so nice that they came along and their parents were there as
0: well. Yeah. Um, So it's great. Super cute. Um, So, Darcy, I think you've got got topic one lined up for us.
2: Mm. Yeah. Well, I think it would be – it did feel odd if we didn't talk about the Caro-Eddie topic – Some people said controversy. I don't think it's controversial. I think it's just um, dumb. Yeah. Eddie, hang your head because that was a really dumb thing to say. Yeah. But yeah, uh, awesome um, that the Outer Sanctum brought it to the attention of the public. It's kind of weird that it got slipped through um, Mm. everyone's radar. But also the fact that there wasn't an apology until after a big fuss was made really makes you wonder (laughs) whether um, the three guys involved actually realised that it maybe was an issue, what they were saying. But, yeah, it's really disappointing, especially, like, this time, like, with the Women's League announced, White Ribbon Week. um, And just for people not to realise that this language is a massive contributor to Mm -hmm. bigger problems. It's just... It's just sad, I think. Um, I
1: sort of I didn't hear it, and like at the time or anything. So I sort of saw the news and it yeah, came same. through my newsfeed and that kind of thing. And just asking around, you know, different people what they thought, male and female, because we just get a female's opinion. We're not probably getting everybody's opinion, um, mm. you know, or a good snapshot of of what the public thinks. So asking some friends, and I think everyone can see what Eddie's done in the game and you know but at the same time when you do speak like that there's men out there who are looking for any excuse or any reason to overpower their female partner or and it just gives those men more excuse or more you know they think oh well if Eddie says it then I can you know and I'm not Mm. sure if Eddie understands the enormity of of that and no one's (laughs) saying it you know, he would turn around and violently, mm. you know, hurt anybody or or a woman, but there are men out there that do that and they, mm. they feed off that, you know, sort of empowerment from, from other men in leadership positions like Eddie and, and James and Danny. So, you know, I would like to think that there's less and less of those old school, you know, um, what would you call them, by like, alpha males Yeah, mm. within... Our game, like Eddie signed up twenty years ago to be the president. But yeah. footy was very different back then. Yeah, um, we've seen everything that's happened, and I think there's this groundswell of movement for our game to be, you know, a leader in the community mm. and the public outrage for you know for what was said. Um, But I just think about how would Caro's husband or kids feel? Kids, She's a person. She's a human being. Mm.
2: And they've painted a really vivid picture as well. Like, it wasn't a passing comment. They went into it. And in all honesty, I think the positions that all those men are in, there's no way they didn't know what they were saying. Like, Mm. they would all have media training. Eddie's been president
1: for... He was the CEO of Channel 9. Mm. So, you, talk about media training. They know
2: better. They know far better. I don't believe one bit that it was a slip of the tongue or it was a joke. Um, I think if you're in that position of power and you know you have so much influence over so many people, there's no excuse for saying that. And, yeah, the apology, the apologies throughout the day, I didn't think they were anywhere near mm. what they needed to be. And... Yeah, I just feel so sorry for Caro and that she had to go through that. And, um, yeah, it's just, as you said, Asa, there are men doing that to women. Yep. And that's...
1: And their families being destroyed as a result. There's yep. kids who are absorbing that violence in their home every day. Yeah. Um, so I don't think anyone would would want to, you know, create um An environment where that's supported. Mm. Um, I think as a society in Australia, we understand that it's about being equal. Yeah. Um, And like that's just not a good joke. Like I thought Sam Newman's comments on the footy show were a little bit. Yeah. um, Just they didn't make. Yeah, they didn't. I sort of just looked at and just went. Are you serious? Mm. Yeah. I mean,
0: I don't. I, I make a point of not watching the footy show because. I think no, I actually
1: heard it on the radio. Yeah, yeah on yeah, on Nova, but I, no,
0: so. I did. I did actually look at the at the clip the following day just to find out what he had said. And mm. I think he just is further just proving that he's um, the game is passed him by. Mm. Like, yeah. And I, I mean, I'm a person that um, I do try and look at positive outcomes from negative situations. And I think a positive is that the conversation has shifted and changed mm. like even 3 years ago this may have just gone under the radar and not been talked about mm. yeah um so i think it's you know albeit slow progress is being made yeah. and yeah. and i just want to really congratulate you know our our friends and colleagues at um, the outer sanctum and uh, it was also picked up by a blogger called Aaron Riley and mm. and i think it just it just further shows that um, independent media is really important um, so even what we're doing here but also female voices in sport is really important and mm-hmm. and I hope it continues as, as the you know AFL enters this new world of of a women's competition
1: mm. I was really proud of Gil my my CEO at work my my boss our leader you know he fronted the media and um, you know he's got two daughters a wife a son he's got a family so I think he understood the impact Um, but I was really proud that he called it out. Um, And then obviously it goes, oh, well, the AFL didn't punish them. They don't police the world. Um, I think I was disappointed that Triple M Mm. had their reaction and response. They were representing them as a media outlet on commercial radio and Triple M didn't um, hand down a punishment. Um, Now, if I stepped outside my contract or code of conduct in my position, I think I'd be reprimanded Mm. Um, I feel like these guys haven't been um, by their employer Triple Mm. M so you know what's it going to be like if Triple M win the bid to call women's footy that doesn't make me feel great I'm so proud that the Richmond footy club said no boycott Jack Mm. Rewalt's words on AFL 360 throughout the week were really strong and you just go, yeah, I'm going to get behind people like that who get it. Like, they get that yeah. this isn't okay. <coughs> yeah. And,
0: um, yeah, Richmond, the Richmond Footy Club really do get it. Like, mm. they did a, a really extensive gender equity report two years ago and they're actually, I think, you know, way ahead of the game mm. Yeah, in a lot of regards.
1: Glass half full, you're right. It, it It is, you know, we are moving into a more positive space within our community and, and women have a right to that. It's mm. not, you know... When Sam says, oh, you want to be equal. It's not we want to be equal. We are. (laughs) Yes. Yeah.
2: We are equal. We are human beings. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Um. I'll let Jazz jazz the show up a bit. Mm. Um, Should we talk about then, like, what's something that's pretty positive in our game, AFLW, the women's league that was announced? Any ideas, thoughts around awards?
0: How should that look for 2017? Well... Yeah, it's interesting. Is it like, I mean, in, in a way, like how soon can the Best and Ferris Award be named the Daisy Pierce Medal? <laughs> like really? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a Daisy bit Pierce awkward. receiving <laughs> the Daisy
1: Pierce Medal. Uh, That's a good point you raised, Al. Um, mm. But I was also thinking the Alison Smirnoff Media Award. <laughs> um, <laughs> Smirnoff.
2: Celebrate with the leader of Smurnoff. Oh, yes. no. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Don't oh. be silly. Oh.
1: <laughs> um, but it's pretty cool totally when we no. think about how inventive we can get. Like, yeah, we should – I reckon we should have a something like the Brownlow, um, that real pinnacle in our game, mm. um, and a, an awards night that we celebrate, um, like a 3-2-1 voting system by the umpires. That's just my personal view. Yep. What do you guys reckon?
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, I um, I actually um, – I'm a bit of a weirdo. I love the brown low and like not the red carpet stuff before. that doesn't interest me in the slightest. But the actual count, I like. I love watching it. Yeah, mm. it's
1: cool, isn't it? Yeah, yeah.
0: It's ridiculously boring, but I love it. Mm.
1: No, I think it's a good. I love them. it. Love <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And you okay. are. Allison <laughs> is being very um,
2: intense. Just <laughs> got her intense eyes on you guys. Can't see it, but I'm you can telling you You tell you didn't very very play
1: footy in the weekend. You haven't had that like competitive <laughs> physical outlet, but. Yeah. <laughs> what about naming an All-Australian side? Do you think that's got a place?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Who would be on the panel of the All-Australian oh. selection? Oh.
0: Well, <clears throat> would it be – it'd probably be a fair few members from the advisory group, I'd say. Mm. Yeah, mm. it couldn't be a coach,
1: obviously. Be, yeah,
0: obviously they um, have existing kind of bias. but I
1: don't see any reason why you couldn't include – the some of the current male panel, yep, they yep. know football. Um, they know what to look for, you know, in talent and who's playing well, etc. Who's mm. in good form? So, well,
0: we've got a guest coming up later on the show who um, would probably be able to tell you exactly who's been, <laughs> who's been in form <laughs> and who hasn't. Yeah, he's quite a keen follower of uh, of women's yeah. footy.
1: But I think there's definitely opportunity there where we can use the crossover experience and expertise of the people who are already out there. Yeah. I was thinking, and I'm just throwing this out there, what about the idea of having a Indigenous Player of the Year or a Multicultural Player of the Year throwing out that, you know, something for the young Indigenous players to aspire to? Because um, mm. there's, there's plenty of them out there that can seriously play footy. Yeah. Um, and having that role model like, you know, um, how how long till Kirby Bentley, we can call it the Kirby Bentley <laughs> yeah. medal, you know, like yeah, exactly. it's sort of the Daisy Pearce story. but. Yep. Because it's not something that's done now. So how can we be yeah. inventive and mm. a little bit creative with it and, you yeah. know, open a new avenue to, to aspire towards? Mm. What do you reckon, Dars?
2: Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, the award season will be really interesting at the end of next year or whenever it will be. I don't know when Well, it that's would it.
1: Happen. Should it be in the end of March or should it run in line with the Brownlow? What do you reckon? Yeah,
2: well, Maybe. What is it? Strike while the iron's hot.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So do it earlier in the year
2: because it would feel weird. Yeah. 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 Waiting. Waiting, Yeah. 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 And we've got our own. Maybe we could
1: announce like you could have you could announce it on Brownlow night so they're still being recognised. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: show highlights and that kind of thing. But I think it's a great opportunity to, yeah, start um, recognising multicultural talent, indigenous talent, um, and yeah, giving those girls out there uh, the opportunity to. Be recognised for all the work that they do and mm. the great footy that they play. Yeah.
0: Now a um, former colleague of me of mine at Carlton, his name's Tony DeBolfo, affectionately known as the Beast. The Beast. He's uh, uh yeah, the, <laughs> the beast, beast. The Beast is um is a club historian. I don't know if he's actually officially made the pitch, but he 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 did have a, quite a compelling case for in the AFL for. There to be a defender of the year Medal oh. And essentially I mean the the leading go- Goal kicker gets the Coleman Yeah that's um, a good point Brownlow pretty much goes to midfielders only the, mm. the, You know so he's um, and Of course having a Carlton kind of Flavour to it he's He was <laughs> wanting to name it the dual medal Oh okay After oh, the so, flying doormat but, yeah. uh,
1: who, who are some of the best defenders in the country at the moment In the women's, women's game
0: Oh You'd have to say probably at the moment Melissa Hickey.
1: Yeah, Leah Kasler goes right as a shutdown down up in Queensland. Yeah, Leah oh, Kaz. Yeah, she's yep. like a glove. She's unreal. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I
2: love playing with cats. Yeah, I don't call it Kaz. I call it Leah. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to jazz it up. <laughs> May as well.
1: <laughs> but I mean, there's yeah. I think that's a great idea. What yeah. um what will we call the brown Will we call it the brown line? Because I think from memory or from what I know about footy, Charles Brownlow was an administrator. He wasn't a player. Yeah.
0: Um, well, would it be the Jan Cooper? Ooh. Oh. It was a compelling argument mm. for Coops.
2: Look out. Look out. Yeah. That just came from nowhere. <laughs> yeah. There you it go, It did coops. come from nowhere. The
1: Cooper medal. Yeah, the Jan Cooper medal. What about um, – I try to think back to like 40 years ago when there were women – I was having a conversation with some people today just around um, – and they're like oh you know you girls you trailblazers you pioneers and I don't know how you feel Dasta it doesn't sit very well with me I just think mm. no there's so many people that have they gone before were, yeah, us yeah and you know yes now it's being recognised and yeah. the AFL are on board but 40 50 years ago when it would have been dead set hard to mm. just get any sort of traction for yeah. female footy I want to find someone you know someone who I think I googled it before I came on and there was a lady who was a first board member of a VFL club mm. um, at Fitzroy. Mm. So, something like that, you know, yeah. where we could really sell that story would be yeah. great.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I don't feel like, um, I don't feel like I'm paving the way. I feel like I've stepped into women's footy at such an exciting time. Mm. And, yeah, it's really hard work, like, yeah. doing what we do, but... It's all the women yep. and some men before who, who yeah. have done all this work and the opportunities arrived. So would we
1: call it the Vesio medal for the leading goal kicker? Do you kick oh. it out? Well, no. eight and a half usually, don't you? And then we just rest again and fall back. So.
2: No way. I think that would be very disrespectful to my favourite, Moana Hope. Oh, <laughs> you and Mo Hope.
0: <laughs> but that's, we a, could that's a cool name for a medal, the, the Hope, Hope medal. medal. Oh, it's awesome.
2: awesome. Mm. Um, or even, you know, Sal Reese, the first woman to ever nominate for the draft. Yep. That's like pretty that's
1: cool. pretty big
0: too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's some good ideas coming
2: out of oh, Yeah.
0: Jan Cooper. Maybe we could throw Metal. it out to Heard our
1: <laughs> listeners as well if they've got any ideas want to.
0: Yep. tell us. So, um, Asta, there's a couple of more talent search dates that are happening. Yes, that's
1: right, Al. Um, 6th of July Yep. in Darwin. So up in the Northern Territory, which we're really excited about. Daisy Pierce is heading up, the great D. Pierce. Awesome. So, which will be really great, the Michael Long Learning Centre. We have mm-hmm. an elite facility um, that we'll be able to utilise in Darwin the great Wally Gallio will be running the talent up in NT. So that's, you know, they're doing some amazing things up there. So, um, and then on the 16th of July, we're running a second talent search here in Melbourne. So sort of, as you said, uh, strike while the iron's hot. (laughs) Um, The public interest, the public sort of, you know, they want... I'm having people contact me, women, parents, you know, dads saying where can I get my girl to, you know, where can I get my daughter out so we can, you know, see where she's at. She wants to play footy. Where does she stack mm. up? Rah, rah, rah. So it's pretty pretty good. So they'll be held on the 16th, mm-hmm. uh, Saturday, at Maribyrnong Secondary College. You can register online at um, .au. au. Thank you. <laughs>
0: Forward slash women's.
1: Forward slash women's. <laughs> Click on Get Involved. Yeah. You'll find your way. Just navigate yeah, through yeah. the yeah. site. Um, but no, it's... We're trying to attract elite um, athletes from other sports. So, yep. if they've played for the Vixens or they've played for bullying in the basket, you know, players who want to have a go at footy.
2: I was going to ask Asa, um,
1: no. what... That's later. What?
2: <laughs> I would like to question you, Asa. Um, what... What are the steps after the talent search? Because the mm-hmm. one uh, at the start of the year, um, the girls transitioned into the academies. Mm-hmm. What's the steps now? Because those academies sure. aren't running, are they?
1: They're not, but they're soon to be sort of back up and running. So Darren Flanagan from AFL Victoria heads all of that up um, and he's having a major hand in this talent mm-hmm. search. Um, and He does have is, big hands. He does have big hands <laughs> and he knows talent, like the way he sort of is able to sift through who's who and he can see potential so i'm really glad we've got someone like darren on board and i think he's going to sort of take those girls to the next level so they will hopefully find a vfl team just based on where they're living geographically um so we'll disperse them out to the clubs get them involved they'll get drafted or they'll fall into the state academy and we'll look to continue their growth and development within mm-hmm. those state academies. So yeah,
2: so it's pretty instant once the talent yeah. search
1: happens, and they've got an immediate yeah. We want them playing footy, play. and there mm-hmm. will be an immediate pathway. But you've also got to look at it too. These girls know what it's about being an elite sports person, an elite yeah. athlete, and that's the sort of player we're trying to attract. So mm. maybe there's a little skill acquisition we might need to work on. But they're players who you know ex Olympians or, or people who know what it's like to push themselves and get the most out of their bodies, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe we take them through the footy journey, you know. And who doesn't want to introduce new talent to our sport? What does that yeah. mean for the, our landscape? It's
0: cool as, I reckon. Mm. Has there been, like, has there been much, like, interest in this? I
1: had over 120 registrations in about two days. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's a and lot of emails I had to send out. Yeah, yeah you're right. but,
0: like, in terms of, um, you know, is that just, like, is it? Yeah, so... Is it elite talent or is it... So
1: <laughs> AFL Vic will go through and sift through because the girls have to answer um, to what level they've played other sports. Yeah. So we'll go through that and there's a selection process um, as to whether they'll be invited along to the day. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's, you know, it's exciting. And, and, and if they don't come along to the day, where where will they play footy? What, what club will they end up at? What's This is the start of their footy journey. How amazing. Mm. For, you know, for women out there and and young girls. I think it's great.
0: Okay, well, I would like to welcome our special guest this week. Uh, He's a Carlton footballer and I'd have to say a cult hero, Dennis Armfield. Welcome.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm really excited, actually. Pretty nervous. It's uh, probably the hardest thing I'm going to do, I reckon, for some reason.
0: (laughs) 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 Um, Now, we usually start with a few little quick fire questions to just get you warmed up. So, what team do you barrack for? Well, that's pretty simple. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. C- yep, Carlton navy blues. Um, did you and have Darabin, a Darabin? I said. I guess oh, I should say that oh. as well. Yeah, I'm a
3: Darabin fan now.
0: Oh, good. Yeah, good call. Good call. Um, did you Did you support an AFL team as a kid?
3: Yep, I supported North Melbourne, so I was a Wayne Carey fan uh, on field. Um, so yeah, so uh, not anymore. Die Hard Blue. Oh, good. Um, and who... So, Wayne
0: Carey was obviously your football idol as a kid. Yep. Um, but what do you love about football?
3: Uh, it's going to sound silly. Probably change room banter. It's good fun. Um, and then just... Uh, That's
1: my favourite too. Yeah, one of the best. <laughs> they call me a creep though, Dennis.
3: <laughs> uh, don't worry, I've been called a lot worse than that around the club. Um, and no, uh, look, just the ability to be out there with, well, uh, oh, i say 46 other blokes day in, day out. Um yeah, you sort of form a bit of a you know, brothers family away from family, so that's what I enjoy about it the most. Yep. Obviously, MCG and playing out there as well is pretty fun.
0: Yeah, that's probably not bad. Yeah, that's,
3: <laughs> we're pretty lucky.
0: Yep. Um now you grew up in Canberra um playing rugby. What yep. um what position did you play on the rugby
3: field? Ah, uh, yeah, as little as I am, I still played scrum half, fly half, but I was pretty smart. I just got rid of the ball when I was going to get hurt. So, uh <laughs> Just get rid of it and feed it off to one of the bigger boys, but yeah, so good fun. So, I, I
1: would have had you pegged for front row, mate. That's yeah, I know, surprising. a massive
3: unit out here, yeah. but uh, <laughs> no, unfortunately,
0: I, I wasn't blessed with size. <laughs> um, and then you moved to Perth, and I, I think, according to Wikipedia, you didn't take up uh, football until the age of
3: 17. Yeah, still played still played rugby over there, mm-hmm. um, and then, yeah, picked up a footy. I couldn't make, couldn't make my uh, rugby training, so I went to the local footy club and picked up this weird-shaped ball that... You had to kick weird and this handball thing was ridiculous. Um, and yeah, just took it up and I was pretty lucky to have some great coaches when I was young to make me work that extra little bit harder to try to make it.
0: Um, did, you, did you find your background in rugby, did it, did it help your football in any way?
3: Probably not. Maybe tackling, but even then tackling's a bit different. Um, probably just the hard work. I was always taught hard work from a young age and that probably just followed into my football. So that's what I like to bless my footy on.
1: Yeah, I guess we... I actually didn't know that about your story, that you come from a rugby union background. And at the Mm -hmm. moment, we've got a national talent search running. We're trying to attract girls from other sports, elite athletes, um, and even girls who might have kicked a footy with their brothers, but there wasn't a pathway for them. So that's really interesting that, you know even at 17 you know you think about the male system so set but you're still able to sort of transition into elite football that's pretty impressive was it yeah i
3: think i think you're seeing it a lot more now more mature age players coming in and actually having an impact on the game and it's uh super exciting and it's sort of um you know back in the day if you weren't picked up by 17 18 you weren't picked up at all but it's given blokes a lot more opportunity now and um yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's it's all about dedication and want, and I, I feel like if you went to any sort of thing and you try your hardest, that's all you can ask and get the best out of yourself. And if it happens to be AFL, it's AFL. If it's not, if it's VFL or if it's just local, as long as you're trying your hardest to do the best you can possibly do, you can open any sort of door, I guess.
1: Yeah, and you must be pretty stoked the Blues were awarded a license a couple of weeks back by the AFL. It's... Pretty exciting?
3: Yeah, super exciting. Um, I was lucky enough to get in, involved with the Western Bulldogs Melbourne game at Cranbourne and uh, to see the girls uh, play a brutal brand of football. <laughs> it kind of scared me a little bit. Um, but no, it was super to watch, great spectacle. And when Carlton said that they were going to put up for a side, I was really super excited to get involved and help out and try to push as much as I can to get that side. And to get it is uh, yeah, really good because I'm looking forward to... Uh, cheering and uh sledging the girls from the uh sideline that's for sure
1: (laughs) so how do you think i mean you're in the inner sanctum of a footy club footy department every day um how do you think it's going to be when all of a sudden there's 25 to 30 females you know sort of um assimilating into that work environment for you guys will it take some adjusting do you think
3: oh look it's definitely going to change things up um But, um, no, look, I think it'll be super. I think I'm really excited. I know Dars is at the club and that, and I hope a lot of boys have welcomed her at the club, Um, hopefully. Um,
1: Yeah, they've been all right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We try to be. (laughs) You've been um, giving them some tips, Dars, how to take Specky? Yeah, how (laughs) to take mask kick goals. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
3: No, but, look, um, I think it'll be really super exciting. Um, It'll give us sort of other people to learn from and share our experiences with as well, Um, obviously being part of it for nine years myself I hope I can in give some sort of wisdom to the girls that come into the club and whether they listen to it or not it's up to them but uh, <laughs> no nah, it's super exciting and look of course things will change but um, I, I think watching the girls out here tonight um, they're pretty professional in the way they go about it already so I don't think anything from that standard will change um, and I know a lot of the boys at the club are really excited to watch the girls as well And See what yeah. brand of footy he's played. It's a
1: positive step forward, mm. I think, for yeah. both playing groups. Yeah, uh, definitely. There'll be dual sort of two-way learning and mm. it's, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be pretty great. So,
3: Well, trust me, I watched the training session tonight and I wouldn't want to be out there because I was just saying to Al, um, our first session back after a game is pretty timid. And okay. I was watching yeah. your first session back after a game and you guys are bashing and crashing. I was like, wow, you yeah. wouldn't catch me dead doing that. <laughs> you, girls can, uh, you girls can enjoy that. I'll wait till midweek later in the week to I be might, doing that. Um,
1: might need to get some tips off you, Dennis. Your goal celebrations—they are—they are pretty, they, uh, yeah, they are special.
3: Look, that's something we can talk about later. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just get caught up in the moment, and uh, I'm someone that loves to uh, drive a bit of bubble amongst the boys, um, both off field and on field. And um, yeah, I couldn't really tell you what I do or what I, what goes through <laughs> my head when I do it. I just sort of do something, and always tend to make myself look like an idiot. But anyway, it's all good.
1: Do you reckon as a youngster or sort of, you know, in your teenage years, <laughs> you, sorry, who brought their dog along for the podcast Leo. tonight? Sorry about that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Your speed, you know, for me watching, not, not having known you that well, when I sort of first watched you play, it stood out tenfold. Do you think that's really helped you, you know, in terms of, or is it, you know, do people just peg you as, oh, he's quick and that's all they sort of see? There's obviously a lot more to your game, isn't there?
3: Oh, look, it's definitely the thing that, got me into the system, we all have something that gets you into the system. Um look, and I have many weaknesses and still have many weaknesses in my game and strengths and um I'm just lucky that the coaches have let me use my strength, which is my speed and it's definitely something I'm not like I'm not forgetting. I've got to have that to play a game, otherwise um I just fall back to the pack in other areas. So that's my standout weapon and I've got to keep using that and as long as i got it, I hope I can still keep playing some footy. Mm-hmm.
1: Did you have to work pretty hard on your endurance when you first came to <laughs> footy? Like, because I think girls coming, say, from netball or basketball or games that aren't as aerobically demanding as Aussie rules, was it something you had to work towards?
3: Yeah, probably when I first got drafted, I was only like 70 kilos and that was probably ringing wet. Um, So, I was pretty lucky with the endurance side of things because my uh, frame was pretty light to throw around. Um, It was probably in the second or third year of my AFL career when I sort of got to, you know, 80 kilos where my body wasn't used to it and speed stayed there but endurance sort of took a real big whack and I still haven't beaten my first ever park time trial around the park since (laughs) the first one I did. So... um, but, yeah, look, it's something I had to really work hard on and it's probably something I do a lot of... Once you get to the club, you sort of work on what you can work on. But when you're away from the club in pre-season and off-season, that's probably an area of my game that I, I keep working on.
1: Mm-hmm. You and Darcy been lifting some weights together at Alcott Park <laughs> on lunch breaks? So no, I
3: haven't been blessed to uh, lift weights with Darcy yet. Um,
1: the girl can squat, mate. She's a... No. She's got quads on her like you've never seen before. Oh, well, so. she'll got
3: me covered. I, I, <laughs> I think I put the bar on my back and then my legs collapsed, so that's all good. You can have no, that dust.
2: No, no, maybe one day we will. No, we'll look, like I
3: said, it'll be it'll be really good, really exciting. And like I said, hopefully um the boys and the girls at the club can really form a good united bond as well. You know, we speak about it, Carlton, the whole of club and the girls are now definitely part of that and really looking forward to seeing who's who's there and who we can uh, have some banter with as well. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to it.
2: Yeah, I, I actually only met Dennis for the first time today. I, I'd heard <laughs> yeah. so much about you and <laughs> seen your celebrations. I think I've clipped you out on the computer a few times, but um, yeah, I, and I actually saw you earlier in the day. Well, it was maybe fifteen minutes earlier. Um, kicking with a couple of girls out on Icon. What were you doing? Yeah, Just so my
3: uh, yeah, my player sponsor. He's uh, he looks after me pretty well. He's look, he's sponsored me for the last uh. nine years Um, Mm -hmm. so his two daughters are involved with footy and uh, and basketball and all that and um, I just thought well we'll go out and have a kick and try to teach him some tricks and yeah they're picking it up really well really good and um, yeah hopefully they'll be in your girl's shoes sooner or later and it gives them something to aspire to and that's what um, is really exciting about the the women's league and that getting involved in that Mm -hmm. Um, these young girls now that we see at clinics and stuff being able to Idolise you girls, and that is uh, super to see.
2: Yeah, and you, when you came over and interrupted my lunch. <laughs> yeah, sorry about I was that. In <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I see a big, big piece of chicken in mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you do love a bit of chicken. Don't yeah, I <laughs> do. Um, good looking salad. Yeah, it was it was very good. Um, Carlton Cal- Cafe does a good job. Oh, no. um, I was good plug. A plug. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, you were saying that you don't watch that much footy but you really enjoy watching women's footy. Why is that?
3: Um, oh, Look, I suppose because footy to me is a job. I, I love the game. I always will love the game. But um, I guess once I've played my game, I sort of like to chill out and get away from it. Um, you know, I might watch who we're playing the following week or the next week, you know. But um, the girls in Ireland, it's just I'm a supporter. I'm a fan. I just mm-hmm. get to cheer. I get to yell abuse from the sidelines. No, I shouldn't <laughs> say that. Um, but no, look, you just get to be... I suppose, without being arrogant, you just get to be Dennis Armfield, not yep. Dennis Armfield, the Carlton football player. Yeah. And that's what I enjoy about it most, and and just learning and watching you girls and the different game styles you guys play, um, and just seeing the, the all the skills on on uh, displays, super to watch, and mm. really looking forward to watching the the blue girls and all the other girls running around. That's for sure. Yeah.
1: Awesome. So you, um, probably one of. the... You know the highest honours in your career to date is last year, the Jim Steins Community Award, that was just amazing. Um, and your speech and whatnot at Brownlow Night was, you know, I, I found it quite inspiring, the the sort of things that you spoke about. And um, can you tell us a little bit more about that?
3: Yeah, look, uh, Jim Steins was probably, yeah, the, the Brownlow to me. Um, I was actually, as I was walking up, I was probably gonna start tearing up if it wasn't for Eddie Betts' little fist pump that got me through sort of uh <laughs> so I, I thank him for that oh, but I um, love Eddie <laughs> yeah he's good like that but um no look I, I think what being an AFL footballer you get to be in a position that a lot of people aren't um we're lucky that a lot of people want to approach us and uh ask us for help and we're in a position to do that and I sort of said to myself from the day I got drafted I said I'm going to help other people as much as I can um and with Odyssey House obviously uh a great cause drug and alcohol addiction and that um it's just something that was close to my heart through experiences through families and friends um and i just thought look i want to understand the topic first and that's why i got involved and then being able to just like i said same as here sort of just talk meet people um they're all great folks out at the home and um and, and away from the house and it's just a super initiative and Look, it's not the only one out there. A lot of boys do a lot of good charity work and foundation work, and I just think while you're in a position to do so, give mm-hmm. back as much as you can. Because if you uh, can look after the person next year as much as you look after yourself, the world will be a much better place. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, I, I sort of I think one of the words I remember using was a stigma that's attached to people with drug and alcohol yeah. addictions. Um, yeah, it's really not. It's not a an, you know, drug and alcohol. They don't discriminate. You know, once mm. you. In that cycle, it's really tough to get out of as a a human, isn't it? But they're still human beings. I think that gets
3: lost. um, I've heard some really heart riveting stories of uh, people that have had the world at their feet and then all of a sudden, through loss of a family member um, or something, have referred to something to kill the pain or numb the pain, and um, it doesn't, like you said, it doesn't uh, discriminate who it chooses. And uh, I've seen some amazing people be at rock bottom that have come out to be absolute oh, you, you couldn't speak highly enough of them. And um, that's all I want to sort of get out there is like, you know, don't write anyone off. Um, you know, they might be going through a tough stage and do things that they regret doing or say things that they regret saying, but at the end of the day, they'll turn the corner at some stage and when they do, they become that great human being that they were.
0: Mm. I reckon it's um, it's it's probably one of those remaining, last remaining stigmas in, in our society. I think we've, like, especially with, um with the help of AFL football you know we're so much more understanding around men- mental illness and things like this but, but I still think addiction um yeah there's still that stigma attached to it and f- for you to get up on Brownlow night and and shine a light on that it was just so amazing and, and, and important
3: yeah and that's probably what brought the tear to my eye I guess was not so much me winning the award because like don't you never do anything for awards or anything like that. You just do it for the kindness out of your heart. But um, I think the thing that brought a of to my eye was the fact that uh, Odyssey House is getting some recognition. Mm. And um, yeah. like you say, it's a, a topic that a lot of people like to tiptoe around and uh, it's still one that's out there. And um, look, hopefully just through myself and many, many others out there, if we can influence one person, then that's more people that we can influence. That's yeah. my motto.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, we're going to we're gonna change tack just slightly. Um, <laughs> you, you're you currently studying podiatry at La Trobe Uni. Yep. Yep. yep foot fetish. Um, <laughs> we didn't yeah, say that. <laughs> your your uh, words, yeah. no yeah. right. Please uh, stop playing footy really <laughs> me <laughs> under the <laughs> table, That's It's, it's ri- a bit awkward. <laughs> Sorry about that. I thought it was out.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, and I just Dennis. got to shut down. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh,
0: I want in. So, I think you're like um, – how many years
3: in are you? Uh, how many years have I been at uni? Because yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I know that it's like a four-year course, but it's going to take you. Like... I just finished first year, and I've been there for three and a half years. Yeah. So, yeah. Um,
1: so you're just like every other uni student, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <I> just, yeah. <laughs> just making the most of it while yeah, I can. Yeah.
3: But uh, no, look, chipping away at it part time. Uh, yeah, I'll, when I'm close to retirement, I reckon I'll finish my degree, <laughs> so it'll be all good.
0: Um, now I do. I do have one question for you. If, um, if there was a, a fairly elite footballer who was about to be drafted into the AFL system, what would your advice be to them if you'd heard that they'd purchase boots from an op shop? Smart. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> 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 Mate,
1: this is, this is advice yeah, this coming is from p- the bloke that rolls in in a combi. <laughs> <laughs> All That's right? Fair. That's, That's fair.
3: Smart. Hey, that's uh, a that's me pride nah. joy. You nah. guys, I reckon you're. <laughs> I think two they've, they've already spoken about this. Yeah. <laughs> nah. it's a stitch up.
0: <laughs>
1: nah, Thanks, nah, look, Dennis. we are,
3: Ed Kurnow is very similar to that. <laughs> so I don't know if you know that. No, oh, I think true. he's been running the same jumper for the last eight years. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: not materialistic.
3: Just nah, look, it's not about the it's, it's not it's about that horrible brown knitted thing. That's still yeah. getting no, yeah. that a room. Yeah, look, if you can kick straight in, and why not? Doesn't matter what they are. So that's my boy. But this was a
1: problem. It caused her many foot issues. And lucky you're studying podiatry. Maybe you can help us out because she's got some. I've got it sorted now. Oh, you got it sorted? <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't embarrass me. Oh, no, don't be embarrassed. Sure we actually, seen worse uh, <laughs> Al, Al and I were on the sidelines at Northcote Park on the weekend, Darcy, and we just had a look, you know, funnily enough, over into the bin, and there's a pair of boots in there, and we thought, oh. We <laughs> need to let Darcy know. I yeah, might have to get them up on the <laughs> oh, Instagram. Sorry, I?
2: <laughs> no, I did not see them.
1: But you, I think you wear Nikes, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Tambos? Yep. Yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah.
3: they're a good boot. They're very the top nice end. boot.
1: Yeah. Who is your sort of favourite player that you've played with along? You mentioned Eddie, you know, along your journey. You've, you've played along some pretty great names. Who's yeah. your favourite bloke?
3: My favourite bloke to play alongside would probably be Eddie Betts, um, yeah. only because I'm really close with him off the field and he can turn a match within a within a second and you see him do some things that you're just like, how did that even happen? Yeah. Um, and just even at the club, he's, he cares for everyone and... The amount of banter and bubble that comes out of his mouth, you know, you, you walk into the club as angry or as sad as possible and you leave the club really happy with him. So he'd probably be one of the favourites I've played alongside, but there's many, many I could, you know, rattle off a million names, like you said.
1: The most annoying?
3: Oh, myself probably is the most <laughs> annoying. Or uh, or Dylan Buckley at the moment. He's a he's, he's a young little ass, brightly fellow that yeah, likes the sound of his own voice, that's for sure. <laughs>
1: So um, I'm wondering who's going to get the great 27, though. That which female player will be bestowed the yeah? The it's a massive honour. I yeah. tell you what, I wouldn't like to fill those shoes. No. No.
3: <laughs> yeah, look, I don't know. I don't know if anyone will want the 27. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, if it's a list of 25, I don't think anyone wants to go that high. Yeah, but, well, uh, Darcy
1: likes number three. She's a Murph Murphy. No, I see how it so. is. Nah, no, oh. it's all good. No, no, get
3: it on your back. And look, you'd be happy to have any number. I think the girls, um, yeah. if yeah, they're in the absolutely. system. Um, but yeah, you look, haven't
1: met many girls and they, they know what they want, mate, no. all <laughs> oh, <no.
3: laughs> we'll get very serious know. about Don't their footy numbers. i got a fiancé too that yeah. <laughs> knows what she wants. So.
0: Actually, you, um, did you just break the record in the 27 Guernsey for Carlton?
3: Yeah, I was fortunate enough to beat Ollie Grieve. Um, yeah. yeah, massive honour. Um, you sort of forget these little things, but yeah. Uh, yeah, someone will come along and beat it quite quickly. Don't <laughs> worry about that. So I'll, I'll enjoy it while I've got it, that's for sure. Yeah.
1: How many games are you up to, Dennis?
3: One thirty three or one thirty two? I'm not quite sure. Something like that. Now this is a very
0: exciting part of the show. Yeah. This uh, this is a little segment that we started a few episodes ago. Asta.
1: It is called Darcy versus the world. What happens is it's sort of like tennis, back and forth over the net. Um, I tennis and tennis. That rhymes. Mm. Hey. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, okay, I haven't heard that one. It's a wild Wednesday <laughs> night. <laughs> um.
1: So I'll pick a topic, and you guys are just gonna go back and forth. There are rules. If you contest our call, like our call is final, you can test it. You lose a point. Okay, it's best of three. Where's Hawkeye? Like? <laughs> <So>, okay. <laughs> okay, so but just for example, like last week, I think we had types of cheeses or brand name medalists, oh, kind of. Okay, right. So oh, it's, nah. it's gonna be a forty
3: love here. Right? I don't think <laughs> I've won. But any we basically
1: of them. go back and forth until you can't think of one. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm. How long do you have? have? Can I Just three seconds. Three. Yes. 3 drill sergeant okay. does. So, yeah. We
1: can push it to four. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yes.
2: Uh, all right. So. Until it gets awkward. First so topic you, now. I just, just want to know, she
3: had pretty... No, no, no. no.
1: <laughs> we don't talk. No. <laughs> <laughs> no I don't. So, well, you spoke on the way to work this morning. Yeah. But... but not, uh, about other stuff. About other stuff. Okay, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, what'd you do with your hair this morning? <laughs> I call I, yeah. put mine up like usual. You. Yeah. yeah. Same. <laughs> same. <laughs> we have the same conversation. Yeah. So... First topic, names of cafes in Melbourne. Sorry, Dennis, you started as our
3: guest. I'll say uh, Carlton Cafe then. Short Round. Red Cafe.
0: Three Bags Full.
3: Well done. Primary. Herbert, De- now, Dennis.
0: <laughs> I just want to jump in here because Dennis has just named the three cafes at Carlton. Essentially, across the
3: road, wide open road. <laughs>
2: oh yeah, it's a good. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good. Vincent the dog.
3: How do I know she just hasn't named a dog?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I've been to that cafe with Darcy and what we talked... Vincent the Cat then? No, 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 let's get back on track. You're not allowed to contest, remember? Oh, sorry,
3: sorry, I was just asking a question, it wasn't contesting. First and last. (laughs) Uh, Code Black. Ruckers Hill. Uh, Miss Marmalade.
2: Gypsy. I'm
3: starting to die here. St. Ali. Barry. (laughs) Green Park.
2: Cafe Duralia.
1: Oh, this could be a long night. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to no, sa- tighten up the no, time frame. I'm starting
3: to die here, so I'll, 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 I think Darcy's got it. That's it? Oh! You're in it. to Darcy. I think I've uh, done all my uh, ones around Carlton Footy Club. So <laughs> Deghanis. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it was, it was red, so yeah. <laughs> I should have just kept going. Anyway, I'll take okay. the loss. That's all Now,
1: right. I don't know if you guys are aware, but coming up very shortly, starting July 2, is La Tour. My favourite oh. time of the year. Oh. Mate, get off the footy, get on the cycling. So, we're going to go through bicycle brands. Oh, my God. Darcy, you start.
2: Mm. Giant. Oh. <laughs> uh, Schwinn.
1: Accepted. Um,
3: Repco. Just.
2: <laughs> hey, you can't judge them.
3: Uh, I'm dying here. <laughs> I've got a Trek.
1: Mhm. Same. Yeah. It's Kurt backwards, just.
2: Huh. Shimano.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. What? what? They are components. They are not oh. a bike. Uh, not count. That's,
0: that's
2: always on the little gears. Yeah, it's
0: yeah. got the Shimano gears. Oh. Shimano gears. Oh no! I liked it. That's so
3: easy. Spewing.
0: Malvern star. Oh, Movin' star. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's where Darce got her boots from. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. Movin' star. Yeah.
1: We've got the decider. I didn't think we'd get this far. <laughs> I thought you had this one in the bank, Darcy. I but thought so too. <laughs> but that's okay. Also, I you got many, technical. I have many more. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you. Okay. So, next one. Craft beers. Dennis, you get to start.
3: Where can I start? Um, oh,
1: geez, got it.
3: <laughs> I'll, I'll give a plug to my own one, Dennis Beer Company.
1: How do we oh, know really? that's legit? Al, is that legit or has he made that up? Google that's, it. It's legit. Twitter. Okay. Exactly. I, promise it is I wouldn't lie to you. Does this.
3: Does this, is a lying face? No. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah.
2: well, I'm not sure. Three ravens.
3: Ooh, well done. Ooh. Um, little creatures.
1: Oh, it's only just.
3: It's still a craft, just. just.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Just Two like birds.
3: Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I think I'm beat. I love <laughs> it. <laughs>
1: Pressure, no pressure, mate. You are no, just crumbling. I,
3: I crumble under the pressure. Um, yeah, I think time's up. Uh, <laughs> we'll give you,
1: come on, three,
3: two. Oh, blanked. You're out. Shop Darcy
1: beats the world again. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Well done, well Darcy. Done, yes.
0: <laughs> well, Dennis, thank you so much for joining us. No, and um, we'll, I'll probably bump into you at the footy.
3: Definitely, definitely. Um, I know you girls have a, what is it, a four week away trip now? Four weeks away, traveling on the the road. road. So I might struggle to make it down to seafood in Geelong. But I'll uh, (laughs) see what I can do. I'm really looking forward to it. So thanks for having me. I appreciate it. and Yeah, good luck. Awesome. Thanks Thanks for coming along, mate. Thanks, Dennis. Well, Darcy, it's
0: our favorite segment. It's (laughs) Ask Asta. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I need some better intro music, or I quit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought we hadn't had this seven-episode itch, but maybe we have. How
1: about I? I'll let you know. Al my favourite band in the whole world is Fleetwood Mac. Stevie yes. Nicks. Oh, you love best. Stevie. So, if there's some way you can find a Stevie Nicks song into the mix, mm. you know, some,
0: there are there are some probably copyright issues, but we'll we'll try and work around know. them. Oh, mm. we'll, we'll see what I can do. Well Phoebe, Phoebe
1: McWilliams steals my image every day What's that mean for copyright? <laughs> like we're all victims of copyright Alison <laughs>
2: Victims
0: So oh, um, I'm the victim card Here So Dars I think um, Could you read out the, the first question we've got there? <laughs>
2: oh I don't think I've ever read out and ask, ask a question Seven weeks in or, Well 14 weeks in I guess we are Seven Eps. Now, yep.
1: how much of a hand did you have in this question, Darcy? Mm. It's got a bit of a Darcy flavour to it.
2: I don't think so. I No, I did not plan this. And um, But it's very interesting. I really like this question. So, here we go. At Claire Hef 77 asks, How do you get your guns so big? And also, can you tell me about the important role that chocolate plays in your diet? And life. Over to you,
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for that great question and well read out, Das. Thank you. Um, not one hiccup. So appropriate that was, pauses. Yep. Yep. Fantastic impact. Um, yep. And grammatically, really sound from At Claire Hef seventy seven. Mm-hmm. Mm, smart girl. Must um, be. <laughs> I'm not too sure what she's referring to when she says guns. I don't have a gun license. <laughs> I don't advocate. Um, for guns at all um mm, no i'm not i'm not into to guns so i'm i'm not sure what she, she she's means she's referring
0: there. to your biceps
1: oh surely not <laughs> surely not Claire hef i wouldn't <laughs> have thought no um look i do a lot of boxing um i don't know if that has anything to do with it but i actually at the moment i'm in the rehab group with a a teammate of mine and well oh, she can box she's uh so maybe just holding the the mitts. <laughs> it's quite <laughs> fatiguing. So um, name name names. Oh, her name's Claire Heffernan. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so and she can punch. Oh, yeah. okay. Could punch her way out of a paper bag. It's fair yeah. to say. Could. Yeah. But um, she also might have found out some secret squirrel information that I'm sort of a zero or a hundred person. So I won't have chocolate for six months and that's okay it's just if it's not in the house don't eat it if it's in the house it's gone in three minutes yeah just bang on the couch i just a family block down in yeah five. it's I've got a serious problem like
0: I can't stop what kind um, of what kind of chocolate though? fruit and nut um, uh, hazelnut roast no but almond. like milk chocolate Cadbury yeah. yeah oh
1: I don't mind a bit of dark chocolate mm. too um so old gold oh, I just oh, I love it all smarty chocolate Oh, God, I'm getting so excited. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear. I oh just got her crazy eyes out. Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, if it's not in the house, I'm totally cool. I'm disciplined. I can just not do it. But it is an issue. And I wonder if our listeners, if they find it, I can't just stop at one, you know, a couple of squares. Or like, what's that? What's the point of nah, a couple of squares? Like you need ser- a row and then the rows. Yeah. Like if you're
2: going to have a row, you may as well turn them into a few columns. and. Yeah. And yeah. then
1: just. And then all of a sudden, you get to the end of that amazing purple packet, and it's empty. Um,
0: yeah, because I'm not a. I got, don't get me wrong, I like like milk chocolate, but mm. I'm more a dark chocolate connoisseur. That's because
1: you're sophisticated. <laughs> I'm yeah. very sophisticated, and you're hipstering. You, you know. But I
0: do like a bit of lint uh, lime intense. Oh, okay. Mm. Well I like the
1: lint sea salt one. Yeah, that's. Pretty I don't know. I just love sweet treats. Mm. Like I, I'm not a savoury kind, of – but. It's funny, I actually went and saw my naturopath last night And I was like, why do I crave sugar So much But So once you finish training If you don't replenish those glycogen stores And glucose, etc, etc Your body is just craving for it And that's yeah. what happens, I like get home I'm like get I need chocolate, I need chocolate. Yeah. Mm. So um, I've started actually Like, I've actually really investigated this It's a full blown <laughs> yeah, no, this, this has been going for five minutes <laughs> Yeah, I've Vera, really you investigated still and <laughs> <Claire>. <laughs> okay, You're <yep>. still there <laughs> Yeah <laughs> You wish you didn't ask this now, didn't you? Um, But I'm trying to stop the cravings by having a banana and half a Gatorade after training, and hopefully that replenishes my stores. But we refuel after games, and I've realised I probably don't refuel properly after training. So, Mm. you know, we talk about elite, and I I train a lot. I love training, but sometimes I've probably let myself down with my chocolate addiction.
2: Is it true that after exercise, you have a half-an-hour window to eat whatever you want.
1: Oh, I don't proclaim to be an expert in the field, but I wouldn't have thought.
0: I've I've um, heard that one. How many cupcakes did you have after the game? <laughs>
1: Look,
2: <laughs> I'm not saying that I had a few, but I'm saying that there was a four-for-ten deal going on. <laughs>
1: so, you bought three lots. You spent a, a good spent $30. 30 <laughs> yeah. No, and I found a, a pineapple load, in my you? wallet, so... Yep. You've got to live a little. Yeah. Life's about enjoying, you know,
0: enjoying things.
2: Enjoying each other. Yeah. Building relationships. Yeah.
0: You know. Jane.Smith57 says, Hi, the Safer Life. What is the best thing top-age youth girls could do to get noticed or do to prepare for next year? Thanks. Love your work.
1: Oh, thanks for the question. And a good question. And I think a lot of people are probably wondering... Um. Yeah. Keep playing footy. That's a you know, if if you're not already, join a local club. Join your local club. Um. Utilise the resources around you. Um. And if there aren't many people around you that you you feel you know can sort of help your football journey, then branch outside your comfort zone. Um. I know there's female players that be more than happy to field questions. Um. You know. on on their experience or their journey. So reach out to those guys on social media. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but the other thing is too, like you can never get too good at the basics in footy. So, you know, you you can't do too many ground balls. You can't Mm. handball the ball too many times. You can't Mm. kick it too many times. So hone those basic skills, especially at youth level. And it just becomes something that you're so confident in. You don't even think when you're mm. playing. So that would be my advice. And you can never be too fit. Mm. if you come into um, senior level physically prepared, you know what your body can and can't do, sort of like what, um, you know, Dennis was talking about earlier, know your attributes, know your strengths, look at what your weaknesses are and try to work on those.
0: Mm. Um, now this question, I think, oh, apologies if, if I pronounce this wrong, but uh, Joe Sarka on Twitter Um, has asked, what would you suggest all teenage girls wanting to play AFL (laughs) work on the most? What skill or mindset? (laughs) Very similar question.
1: Oh, and maybe that's a good time to point out that that mindset's really important. That's a good, you know, um, thanks for the question because as a youngster, um, you've got to be confident in your ability, but you've also got to want to grow and learn. So, you know, being really open to feedback Mm -hmm. um, and... And knowing that it's all about you improving, you're never going to be the best footballer you can possibly be at age 18. You're still learning, growing, experiencing different things. So I'm sure Darcy, the footballer you've become in the last three or four years is a far cry from when you were playing back at Wangaratta.
2: Mm, Yeah, 100%. I think, yeah. The the
1: footballer you'll be in another four years' time is, you know, it's all about that mindset Mm. and growth, isn't it? Is that what you've found?
2: Yeah, I think just realising that the people around you want to help you and even though um, I guess you can't control what feedback you're given, but you can control how you uh, take it and how you use it. Um, So, yeah, just having that sort of growth mindset is really important.
0: I love that phrase. Growth Growth mindset. mindset. Yeah. Yeah. No, but great question.
1: I Mm. think they're all really topical things for youngsters out there at Mm. the moment and how awesome that young girls yeah. want to get better and better but, at footy. Yeah, mm. but th-
0: how awesome that there's, there's so much interest in it. You That's know? mm. like great. Parents of, of young girls are, you know, asking the question too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, before we go, yeah. Ask Asta, done, good. I hope I answered those okay. I'll, you did. They oh, were great. Yep. Yep. Cool. Mm. Tick? Tick. Cool. I can come back for an eighth episode. Yes. We're all back. Can Leo come again? Yes. Leo's he wasn't been too great. loud.
0: No, he's been, he's he's been very good. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty cute, isn't a bit he? Bit of a scratch now and yeah. then.
1: But, um... Oh, Beggy Boy. He's, he's my favourite. Yeah. Um, Shout out to our mate Meg Mac. Yes. Happy birthday. Yeah. You're a beautiful specimen. Mm. Yeah. I think a bit of a Ben Brown type, the cult following. Yes. Mm, Meg she Mac. would. Yeah. She will. <laughs> she is. She's got jukes like Big Benny Brown and yeah. similar hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's my favourite yep. right yeah. now.
0: It's her birthday today, but by the time she hears this, it'll probably be Friday. But um, Wednesday, 29th mm-hmm. June, Meg Mac. Yep. Happy birthday.
1: And one of our loyal, true followers. She yep. she
0: really is. She's actually a genuine fan of the show. Yeah.
1: Mm. Yep. So couldn't thank her enough mm. for
0: her support. Yeah. Um, um, I also do actually have another little shout out.
1: To, Wait, um, no, That was
2: it. No, I've got one. <laughs> oh,
0: I'm going to think of one. <laughs> uh, no, I just wanted to thank um, our teammate and footy administrator Alex Reynolds because she every week that we do the podcast, she lends me the key so we can lock the building, and it's um, oh, good on you. Al. It, it's really um, appreciated. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Yeah.
2: Thank you. And lastly, <laughs> thank you all for for <laughs> gathering oh, here <laughs> or wherever you may be for popping your headphones in. Flipping open your laptop, hitting the play button, and um and being patient if it's not loading straight away. Yeah. So, oh, good on you, Dust. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Oh, thanks. Just such thank
1: a you. positive, yeah. positive yeah. end to the show. Yeah, yeah.
0: and uh, yeah, let us know what you think of the show on uh, on Twitter, Instagram at this AFL Life. We're also on Facebook, and you can also send us an email this yeah, afl life at gmail.com. We're on iTunes and SoundCloud. Subscribe.
1: Good on you guys. Catch his ram. <laughs> God, Zydus! <sinus. laughs>